0: Chapter 9 After Stephen dropped Ramona off at her apartment, she decided to look for the ugly brooch Jake had given her. There weren't that many places to look. Everything had been destroyed. She couldn't find it and decided to make herself a pot of coffee. It wasn't until she was drinking a cup, leaning against the sink, that she thought about looking in some pots and pans. She had been able to salvage a few pots and pans from her house after it had been ransacked. She hadn't looked inside any of them except the few she had used. Sure enough, the brooch was in the huge pot she had never used. The pot had come with the cheap set she had been given as a wedding gift when she married Jake. It was rolled up in what looked like a whole newspaper so that it didn't rattle. She examined the brooch. It was oval-shaped, about one and a half inch by one half inch. It had one large yellow stone in the middle and smaller red and clear stones surrounding it. It was god-awful ugly. She would never wear anything this big and ugly and always wondered why Jake had given it to her in the first place. Having never really looked at it this closely before, she tried to wiggle the stone in the center, but it didn't move. Turning it over, she saw something she had never noticed before. It looked like a small door under the clasp. Undoing the clasp and using a knife, she popped the door open. Inside was packed with what looked like modeling clay. When she dug into it, she felt something hard. She cleaned off the clay and found a very small key. It was the size and shape of a diary key. Ramona decided to put the key on a chain and wear it around her neck under her clothes. Cleaning out the compartment of the brooch so that there was no clay residue in there, she closed the little door firmly. Now, if Stephen wanted to see the brooch, he could, but he wouldn't find anything. She intended to find out what this key belonged to, and she would start with Jake's truck. Deciding to go to the peach factory late that night, she took a nap. She would have to go to work tomorrow bright and early. She got up at midnight, had a cup of coffee, and sneaked out quietly. Not wanting to give nosy Myrtle something to talk about, she walked so she could drive the truck back. Someone had gotten there before she did. They had broken into the truck and almost destroyed it. They had ripped the seat and pulled out all the stuffing so that the springs were sticking up. Pulling out all the floor mats, they had tried to cut through the floorboard. The glove compartment stood open, all of its contents scattered on the floor and ground. When she put the key into the ignition, she was surprised it started. She drove home, planning to search it there. As she drove up the hill to the apartment, she had an image of Jake under the truck once. When was that? About three years ago? Yeah, she had been surprised because Jake never wanted to fix anything himself. He had waited until the wee hours of the morning. She had forgotten about that. She remembered thinking at the time that he was doing one of his crazy things he did. It was almost 1 a.m. when she pulled into the parking lot of the apartment complex. Parking on the opposite side of the complex, she got out and, taking the flashlight, climbed under the truck, just under the door on the driver's side. No, it was a little farther back under the gas tank? She must have lost weight because the concrete parking lot felt like it was grinding against her bones. Shining the flashlight under the gas tank, she was surprised to find an opening just to the side of it. Another surprise came when she opened the compartment and found a metal box a little larger than an envelope. Taking off her sweater, she wrapped it around the box. Looking around, she didn't see anyone. Everyone was probably in bed asleep. Tiptoeing up the stairs, she continued to tiptoe when she got inside her apartment. The lock was a bit rusted, but she was finally able to get the box opened. Inside were several pages of lists of names with dates. This must be what everyone was looking for. But what was it? The names meant nothing to her. They were first names only, and she had never known anyone with these names. They were like nicknames. There were the names Tuffy, Jen Jen. Big C. Doc. Was this Dr. Cunningham? She counted the names. There were 42, but some were crossed out. The ones crossed out had older dates. Some dated back as far as the late 1930s. It was now 3 a.m., and she had to get some sleep. She decided to keep these sheets with her at all times, but had to get rid of the box. She hid it in the bottom of the garbage.